Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to the free public feed of Behavior Gap Radio. And before we move on to today's episode, let me just tell you real quickly about Behavior Gap Radio. I record an episode every day except Sundays, and that is available in the subscriber feed. Available if you go to behaviorgapradio.com and sign up. So what you're hearing today is the episode that I release every Thursday to this public feed. So there's a whole party going on, and I think you would absolutely love it. So go to behaviorgapradio.com and join. What you'll get there is an episode every single day. I work really hard to keep them short. I work really hard to send you less. So they're between 3 and 12 minutes, no guess, me just talking about doing work in public, aligning our use of money with what's important to us, and generally living a life full of adventure. And I'd love to have you. So go to behaviorgapradio.com and sign up there. Now on with today's episode. Greetings, this is Carl. So we're going to continue this little series on making things simple with one more, I'll give you one more suggestion. Uh, Not suggestion, sorry. I'm going to just give you one more um, trick that I use. And it may or may not help you. This has been really helpful to identify the one thing. Identify the one thing. And here's the trick that I like to use. Pretend like, so let's say you're giving a presentation. You can do this with written stuff easily. Like, okay, let's start with written stuff. You write something, pretend like you're going to give it to 10 people. And they're all going to be in a room. And when they leave the room outside the door, there's going to be somebody who says, what did you take away? What did you learn? What's the one thing you remember from what you read? What do you want them to say? That's the question you need to answer. What is the point? In the newspaper business, they call this the lead, and they say, don't bury the lead. In, in comedy, they call this the punchline. Right? Oh, so what do you want them to say? If you're giving a, a presentation, and, and I have, a, I have a, a claim in most of the work that we do, I think, like, I don't know where the boundary condition is, but I think of, like, my friends that are hardcore, serious academics. They may be an exception. You, get to, you, you, get, you can get a lot of stuff across, maybe. But for most of us, I think we get one thing. We don't get two or three. They're only going to remember one thing. So if you're going to give a 45-minute keynote, what's the one thing you want them to remember? And again, the question would be, there's 100 people in the room. You give the keynote, you leave. Everybody else funnels out through a door. Outside, there's going to be somebody with a clipboard standing there, and they're going to say, what's the one thing you remember from Sally's talk? What's the one thing? What's the one thing that you remember from what Tyler said? What's the one thing you remember that Rhonda presented? What's the one thing? What do you hope they say? What do you, so that's, that is a super, at least for me, super helpful exercise to have, to have in mind when I'm creating some piece of content. What's the point? And by the way, sometimes the point, this took me years to learn for myself. Sometimes the point can be a question, right? Sometimes the point can be a question. But what's the point? What's the point? What's the lead? Don't bury it. 
What's the punchline? And what's funny about the don't bury the lead thing is this is how this evolution started for me. Was when I was writing for the New York Times and they would say don't bury the lead, I was like, what if we just put the lead as the first sentence and we started calling it the zinger? Like it's boom. And then I and then what happened is I was like, well, what else do I need? You know what I mean? Like, so it became a real, like, it was kind of a high bar. If you put the zinger first or the lead or the point, what what is the point is your first sentence? And I would even sometimes say that. I'm just going to give you the punchline here. Or let's start with what matters. And then we'd strip that away and say, why do we even need to say that? So it would just be like, here's the point. Boom. Money is hard to talk about. Like if that's, if that's the idea that I'm trying to get across and it's the first sentence, everything after it, it's a pretty high bar to, to be included because it's like, well, what, what, what do I need to support that point? So that's a trick that we use a lot, which is the sort of like outside, what do you want them to say? If you ask somebody, what's the point? What do you hope they would say? Now, going back to what we said yesterday is once you've identified that, and I'm not even suggesting that you put it as the first sentence. It's just what we do a lot. Like we know what the zinger is for each piece. Once you've identified it, then you write the rest and you say, well, everything's in service of that. And if it doesn't serve that main point, and particularly if it distracts from that main point, it needs to go away. And I'm going to talk tomorrow about distractions, examples of distractions, because that's really important. So, so that's, hopefully that's helpful. Um, what do you want them to say? What is the lead? What's the punchline? What's the zinger? Hope that's helpful, my friends. Greetings, it's Carl again. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you enjoyed that, you would love being a subscriber. So go to behaviorgapradio.com and sign up, and I'll see you there.